On May 31, 2014, three 12 year old girls were playing in the woods in the suburban town of Waukesha, Wisconsin. The night prior to this, Peyton Lautner, also known as Bella, Anissa Wire, and Morgan Geyser, three schoolyard friends, had enjoyed a sleepover at Morgan's house. The next morning, as they started to play hide and seek, Morgan would allegedly proceed to stab Peyton 19 times with the knife as Anissa watched. The two girls would both later say to police that they attempted to murder Peyton in order to appease the mystical internet monster known as Slenderman. Are you ready to jump down the rabbit hole? not the first time someone would say that an outside source was encouraging criminal behavior. From 1976 to 1977, New York was under siege from a serial killer who would eventually murder six people and wound seven others. David Berkowitz would soon be known as the Son of Sam. He would also confess to every crime, but said he was following the orders of a demon who had taken the form of his neighbor's dog. Anissa and Morgan did not claim to have a demon instructing them to commit murder, nor is this a comparison between the two different events that unfolded in New York and Wisconsin. But the girls did say that their heinous act was inspired by Slenderman. They had hoped this bloodshed would make him happy and that it would lead them to becoming his underlings. On this episode of Clouded, we try and answer three questions. Number one, who is Slenderman? Number two, what happened on May 31st, 2014? And number three, did the girl stab Peyton because an evil presence told them to? Who is Slenderman? An internet forum called Something Awful held a contest back in 2009 where they asked their users to Photoshop everyday photographs and make them appear paranormal. One user with the username Victor Surge, later identified as Eric Knudsen, posted two black and white photographs to the thread. Both of the pictures had children in the foreground and a tall, thin, blurry white figure in the background wearing a suit and they both had what seemed to be witness statements and facts to back them up. To quote under the first photograph read, We didn't want to go. We didn't want to kill them. But its persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time. 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. The quote under the second photograph read, One of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze. Notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformities cited as film defects by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. 1986. Photographer Mary Thomas. Missing since June 13, 1986. After this initial post, Slenderman took on a life of its own. His popularity grew, in part, to another website called Creepypasta. This is where his mythos grew, mainly because of users submitted stories that were passed along to other sites online. 
Since then, he has been portrayed in stories, art, cosplay, and videos. There is no single narrative or canon that tells the full and only story of Slenderman. When he was born online, he also took on the many voices on the internet, and much like his birthplace, his story is open source. The powers and looks of Slenderman can vary, but there are some features that are accepted by most fans. He has a tall, thin frame of a body that is all white. He wears a suit. He has no face, or his face changes every time you see it. He has long, thin arms that can become tentacles. He is often connected to children and seen in a forest-type setting. If you get too close to Slenderman, there is a sickness that can overcome you. He can teleport. He has some sort of mind control. Some say that investigating Slenderman brings him to you. Since that first online posting, Slenderman has grew into a meme that rivals any other horror story created online. His legend has grown bigger than Eric could have ever dreamt about. In fact, some might say he has entered the realm of internet folklore, with many fans choosing to believe that he is, in fact, real. What happened on May 31st, 2014? This is the sequence of events according to both Morgan and Anissa. The two girls planned to attack Peyton at 2 a.m. during the sleepover the morning before the actual attack happened, and according to the criminal complaint. But their plans changed, and they decided to try and kill her in the bathroom at David's Park. Anissa would tell police during the interrogation that she knew there was a drain in the restroom where the blood would run into. The following morning, as the girls walked to the park, Morgan would show Anissa a knife tucked into her shirt underneath her jacket that she had taken from the kitchen. Their first attempt in the bathroom would fall apart. After leaving the bathroom, Anissa would suggest to the group that they could walk into a forested area of the park to play hide-and-seek. This is where the attack would take place. Peyton was told to go hide first, and Anissa followed. At some point, Anissa pinned Peyton to the ground, but was unable to hold her down. That's when Morgan handed the knife to Anissa, who then handed it back because she said that she was, quote, too squeamish. Morgan took the knife from Anissa and said, I'm not going to until you tell me to. Anissa started to walk away, and when she had gone about five feet, she stopped, turned to Morgan, and said, Go ballistic. Go crazy. Here is some audio from the interrogation of the two girls. So then how did you get the knife from Anissa? Sort of just happened. It didn't feel like anything. It was like air. Who stabbed her first? I think um, Anissa stabbed her first, and then I continued, and then like she was like, Morgan, make sure she doesn't escape. Morgan jumped on top of Bella and started stabbing her repeatedly, and that's when I turned around because I couldn't stand to see that. Okay. And then, um, the whole time, Peyton was screaming in agony. <sighs> Saying stuff like, I hate you guys, I'll never forgive you, and I trusted you. So we told her we were gonna get help, but we really weren't. We were gonna run and let her 
pass away. So we ran. The two 12-year-old girls from a small town in Wisconsin then left their friend to die in the woods. Here is some more audio from the interrogation, including a portion where they mentioned Slenderman to the authorities. When you guys were walking, you thought you saw Slender as you were walking? This was after Morgan stabbed her. And he has um, tendrils that are very sharp. Do you see him in your dreams, or where do you see him at? Peyton survived the attack and was able to crawl out of the forest onto a road that was nearby. A passing bicyclist found her and took her to a local hospital. Peyton was able to tell the police at the hospital who her attackers were before the anesthesia took effect. Morgan and Anissa have been charged with attempted first-degree intentional homicide and will be tried as adults. Did the girls stab Peyton because an evil presence told them to? The short answer is no. There are obvious mental issues going on in this particular situation. The fact that one of the two girls accused of this crime has been getting treatment at a state mental hospital only furthers this point. Although this is not the only crime where the influence of Slenderman has been cited. On June 6, 2014, news station WLWT reported that a Hamilton County woman was attacked by her daughter, who was wielding a knife. The mom told reporters that the attack was influenced by Slenderman. September 5th, 2014, ABC News reported that a teen claimed that Slenderman had led her to set her family's home on fire. May 1st, 2015, New York Times reported that there was a spike of suicides amongst teens at the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Several officials with knowledge of the cases said that at least one of the youths who committed suicide was influenced by Slenderman. The tragic part of all these stories is that these young lives will forever be changed, partly because of a fictional internet goal. They couldn't, for some reason, separate fantasy from reality. Slenderman was created as part of an online contest. He lives in the minds of those who want to believe in Unless, of course, he is behind you right now. For more information about Slenderman and the stabbings in Wisconsin, please visit cloudedmysteries.com where you will find links to news articles, the original Slenderman photographs, and more artwork based on the internet monster. Also, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Clouded Podcast and find us on Facebook. Lastly, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of Cloud, where internet